Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. everybody thank you for listening to the standing out in ohio podcast today we have a secret guest but first this habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in ohio trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from radon to mold to warranties for a great home inspection you really can't go wrong visit home Inspections in Actually, she is a first-time home buyer. She recently closed on her house, and she's here to give us feedback. So, Hi. yep. Introduce yourself a little, little bit about yourself. I know you're like a, like a like lower management level at some place. Yeah, um, I'm technically upper management. My, oh, okay. my role is I help support the managers and I have a heavy focus on training, but it is still technically upper management, even though I am an hourly worker. Okay. Everybody gets paid different ways. That's all right. So you recently bought a house. What was your experience? We're going to go through the the steps and that's okay. So getting pre-approved, what was that like? I went through three different people trying to find someone that would be able to help me get a pre-approval letter. Okay. Why... The other first two couldn't? I don't know if they couldn't or if they didn't try very hard because they were pretty quick to say, oh, I can't help you. Okay, okay. But you did finally get somebody? Yes. Okay, so the rate was, was good? Okay. I, I think it was good. Well, back in the 70s, the rates were like in the 15s. I mean, they're in the teens. So as far as I'm concerned, anything below six is a really good rate historically but yeah 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 so okay so then what was the the house hunting process well first of all you, you found an agent before you went house hunting or did you start looking online before um i kind of always knew which agent i was going to use because she was a family friend of ours okay okay so it was an easy decision to know that i was going to use her and like get a lot of guidance from her so i didn't have to hunt for an agent okay that made it a little easier for them. So, so how was the house hunting process then? Online or go straight to visiting? I did a lot online first. I used Trulia and Zillow a lot. It took months to find places that I felt confident enough to tour. I think I toured four before I found one that I really, really liked. Four, okay. Did you know exactly what type of house you were looking for before you went out? I I thought I wanted a two-story with, like, a garage in the beginning because I, I like the appearance of two-stories a lot, but I ended up getting a one-story on a slab, which was different, but I really like it. Okay. But it was different than what I thought I was looking for. Okay. So, well, just you need, you need to see different ha- different kind, kinds of houses getting overall. I kind looked of decide, at a lot. Like, I looked better. at... One stories, two stories. I looked at a couple of condos. Okay. 
But the and the one you found is the one that works out best for you. Yeah, it's. I think the fact that it's on a slab especially makes it easier since I am a first time home buyer because there's less to worry about. Yes, your, ha- your is house is definitely on a slab, and that's yeah. if somebody's not handy or they don't have the time or desire to do any kind of maintenance. I did not to brag. I did screw the nails back into my wardrobe, put it together all on my own. Nice. So, so you got <laughs> some skills. I put a nail in the wall to hang up a frame. <laughs> So you're learning. All on my learning. own. Very good. Very good then. So how was uh, negotiating? Did you put an offer in or is it immediately Ooh. or was it a little bit of back and forth? Ooh, it was, there was a lot of back and forth. It took because um, there was something a bit weird when we first put in the offer. The city sent a letter to the house and they realized that they hadn't pulled permits on a lot of the things that the flippers had done with the house. And so there was a lot of back and forth with that in terms of making sure that they had actually fixed was, was everything that, that the city after, wanted them to fix. Was that, that was after your offer was accepted? Yes. Okay, so you're already in contract. Okay. So so let's back up a little bit. So you were you got in a contract, that you made an offer, they accepted it, maybe a little back and forth, and then you had uh, inspection okay. done. Yes. Okay. Good. You always should get inspections <laughs> done. You never know what's going to happen. Anything major come up on the inspection? Nothing. Nothing major. One of the homes I toured had a huge problem with the sewer, but this last one didn't have any major problems. There was an issue with the ventilation, and a lot of the outlets weren't GFCI protected, but there wasn't anything that was a glaringly huge issue. Okay. Well, I know the last house, well, the one house had sewer line issue. One of them had a fork in the pipe. Yeah, there was a fork or, or something. Or was it a spoon? It was, I, mean, I think it was a spoon. It looked like a spoon, but we're not certain. We couldn't fish it out. Pipe. But I know the, the one house you looked at, the repairs could have been like $15,000. Yeah. Which, was, which, especially for a younger buyer, that could be, for anybody really, $15,000 repair when you do not expect it's putting you way to out have of budget. It. it could definitely wreck your budget, and if, if it does back up, and the house is unlivable until that's fixed. And then what are you going to do? Yeah. So I'm glad you had, had that uh, that sewer scope done. I know the, the house you bought, there was some ventilation issue in the attic space, which not not real difficult to fix, but definitely will help prevent more growth and other issues up in the attic space. Yeah, So that was definitely. good. So after the inspection, and then the city sent a letter out. And this is yeah. unusual. This is the first time I've ever had this happen. That's what that's what my real estate agent said. She said that she'd never experienced anything like it. Um, the city went out twice, I think, because they sent out the first letter and said that permits hadn't been pulled on a couple of the renovations, and then they went out to make sure that those things had been done, and then they found a couple of other things that needed to be fixed or permits that needed to be pulled. It's a process. It was, yeah, yeah. That probably worked out to your advantage that that happened. Oh yeah, I definitely. It, I think it was it was lucky that they didn't send the letter after close because I remember that it was we were close to closing. Okay. When they sent the letter about all of these things that needed to be pulled, so it was it was very lucky. <laughs> also lucky that they told us that they had received the letter and didn't just keep it hidden. Trying, yeah, that that was good. That yeah, was good, that was done then. So what? But it was nothing major. No. So the house, obviously, they they must have done a lot of renovations to it and. Yeah, it was a flipper. It was flipped. Okay. And they did a good job. Whoever did it, they did a pretty good job with it. Oh, it's so beautiful. 
But you're supposed to, if you do major renovations in kitchens, you're supposed to change that wiring out, make sure it's GFCI protected. Same thing as bathrooms. If you do a lot of renovations, you need to bring them up to code. But typically, no, you don't You don't have to if you're not doing any major renovations on the house. So they got all that stuff fixed. Okay. And then, then what will happen? Closing? Closing. Closing next. I think you just have a wait. Um, after after they made the repairs, um, because there wasn't a surefire closing date when the city was checking that the permits had been pulled and that the repairs had been made. Okay. And so there wasn't a sure date during then. And so after the city had gone out for that last time and checked everything, the closing felt like it happened really quick because they were able to give the clear and everything happened really fast. I felt like. Okay. Do you think it went too fast? Um, I don't. I don't you... think it was too fast. It just felt quick, Me... which isn't necessarily a bad thing, since it had taken an additional month. I want to say, because of the repairs and the permits that had needed to be clo- to be fixed. Okay. Okay. So then, so you closed, and then you got to move in. So any, any weird things after you moved in? Anything pop up? Uh, I mean, it took me three weeks to figure out when trash and recycling was going to come by. Because <laughs> where, where I used to live, the trash would come by at like 10 in the morning at the absolute earliest. And so I guess I just assumed when I Googled the trash day that that was when it would happen. Okay. But they wanted out by like six in the morning on the dot. Oh. So- I heard them going at like three in the morning once. Okay, so a little adjustment to your, to their the city's time schedule to what you're used to for trash. And I I just didn't see them do it. They were they were like little little raccoons running around the background. Well, you had raccoons. Or you just talking about the, the <laughs> city the city city guys the city, were, were the like, city were tra- like sneaky little raccoons. Oh, I got they're sneaking the trash they're sneaking in the middle of the night getting running. trash. All right, you're funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so looking at the overall process <laughs> for you, where you, you know, got the pre-approval, house hunting, all that, how was it? Was it smooth? Is there areas I think some of the people involved can improve on? I think it was relatively smooth. I would have liked a bit more explanation from a lot of the people I worked with, I think. Just because I was confused about how a lot of the things worked. And they did explain a lot to me. Okay. I just think that I needed it explained more. Like how, how or more you, thoroughly. More thoroughly. How, how would you like to see that done for the future for anybody else? I think I think it would be helpful for... Like if you're, if you're someone that is helping another person with the process, I think it would be helpful to ask them if there's any way that you could change the way that you're explaining things to see if it would be more helpful. Cause people learn differently and they take information True. differently. Okay. okay. Or so, be more open to asking questions. Maybe, maybe offer the information in different formats. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, you know what? I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a video explain how the whole process is. I've seen a book and I think I've, I've seen, Maybe once a, a sheet of paper that has all the steps spelled out, but never. Which is weird because everything is on YouTube. So you'd think you could just hop on YouTube. Just hop on and hop watch on a YouTube. video. 
I feel like they try to over-explain it, and then it gets confusing. Okay. Okay. Talk to me like I'm a toddler. <laughs> make it make it simple for for everybody that need it. Talk to me like a toddler. <laughs> All right. Well, you're not a toddler, but yeah, I mean, not everybody. You don't buy a house every year. Some people buy a house every seven years. You don't know me. True. We'll see. You, you may buy a house next next year. Who knows? But most people don't buy a house every single year. They only buy a few during their entire lifetime. So it's not a common everyday experience. It is for a real estate agent because that's their work. and They're used to the sequence, but not for everybody else. So explanation of the steps. Yeah, I think it I think it does have to do with you're so used to it and you're falling into this pattern of, oh, here we go again. Another home buying process, but you don't think about like for this other person, it's their first time running through it and everything is new and different. Okay. Okay. So that'd be your main, any other suggestions for improving the entire process? Uh, Was that hard? I would probably have researched my lender, the loan lender more. Okay. Why is that? Oh, it got a little confusing towards the end with what they were doing and he wasn't great at communication or deadlines or getting anything back to you okay okay he didn't seem to know his job okay the the, the numbers all stay the same consistent for you or they they... changed and that was also confusing that would be confusing well they they probably wonder is he just trying to yeah is he just trying to scam us is this something that just came up that they didn't tell us about Okay. Is it a typo? But they would just change it out without telling you? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So that would be concerning. Yeah. Definitely. So okay. So then on the house hunting, any, anything you choose you know, choose to improve upon house hunting? Oh, I don't think so. I think it's pretty easy now with the internet. Internet, you okay. Just hop on Trulia and Zillow, scroll through everything in your area. Okay, okay. And then everything else the agent helped you out with the negotiations, that was fine. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to add? Regarding your overall experience of buying buying your first house? Uh I don't I don't think so. So ju- just overall just overall improvement of the explanation of what's going on. Yeah. Because typically there's a lot of stuff going on in the background that they don't really explain. Yeah, well like the appraisal. That goes on. You never see the appraiser, but you know that's that's going on. You know it's happening. You know it's happening point. at some point. But it'd be nice if it was written down on a format, like a timeline thing. This is what's happening. Yeah. These are the things that are happening in, you know, simultaneously somewhere else in the background. Another so. fun surprise after moving in: apparently, the walls of the house are so thin that I can hear my neighbors arguing, like they're standing right beside the window. Okay. When they're fully inside of their house. Nice. Okay. But. I've suggested sometimes to people that they go to their neighborhood on a Friday, Saturday night, especially if it's a football Saturday night, Ohio State. Go oh, listen. Io, go go to the neighborhood and listen to see if there's any crazy neighbors. That's a great idea. Because once you move in, it's it's too late. You can't change your neighbors. Or their legally. yappy dogs. Legally, you can't change your neighbors. But yeah, listen oh. for the dogs, what's going on. But you know, look, check crime reports for the neighborhood, see what's going on. All right. 
thank you very, very, very much for being here. Peace out. Peace out. Bye. You've been listening to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit the website of the best Ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroff.com. That's J-I-M-T-R-O-T-H, and click on podcast. Until next time, learn and go do stuff. Mm-hmm.